Andrew's Daily Five. Five. Hello, I'm Andrew May and I love music. In January of 2021, I made a list of my 100 favorite artists of all time. Join me as I count these down. We're going to do five a day. Let's rock and roll. Roll, roll. Okay, last five. Let's dance to the music. I'm excited to share them with you. Here we go. Number five is Led Zeppelin. Jimmy Page was playing lead guitar for the Yardbirds. When they played their last gig in 1968, they were still committed to several concerts in Scandinavia, and Page was authorized to use the Yardbirds' name to fulfill the band's obligations. Page began putting together a new lineup. His first choice for the lead singer was Terry Reed, but Reed declined the offer and suggested Robert Plant, a singer for the Band of Joy. Plant eventually accepted the position, recommending former Band of Joy drummer John Bonham. John Paul Jones inquired about the vacant position of bass guitarist at the suggestion of his wife. In August of 68, the four played together for the first time in a room below a record store on Gerrard Street in London. John Paul Jones recalled, As soon as I heard John Bonham play, I knew this was going to be great. We locked together as a team immediately. The band completed the Scandinavian tour as the New Yardbirds. Later that month, they began recording their first album, which was based on their live set, but were forced to change their name after former Yardbird Chris Dreha issued a cease and desist letter stating that Page was allowed to use the New Yardbirds moniker for the Scandinavian dates only. One account of how the new band's name was chosen held that two members of The Who, who were invited to be in the group but declined, had suggested that a supergroup with Page would go down like a lead balloon, an idiom for disastrous results. The group dropped the A in lead so that those unfamiliar with the term would not pronounce it lead, and the word balloon was replaced with Zeppelin. With a heavy, guitar-driven sound, they are cited as one of the progenitors of hard rock and heavy metal, although their style drew from a variety of influences including blues and folk music. They released eight albums between 1969 and 1979. They have been one of my favorite bands since about 2003. Five of their songs made my top 500 songs list. Here is Ramble On from 1969. And here is Dire Maker from 1973.
Number four is Pink Floyd. Roger Waters, Richard Wright, and Nick Mason first played together in 1963 in a group called Sigma Six while studying architecture at the London Polytechnic. In 1964, they joined up with guitarist Sid Barrett and formed a band called T-Set. In late 1965, Barrett created the new name of Pink Floyd Sound on the spur of the moment when he discovered that another band, also called T-Set, was to perform at one of their gigs. The name is derived from the given names of two blues musicians whose Piedmont Blues records Barrett had in his collection, Pink Anderson and Floyd Council. They dropped sound and became Pink Floyd in 1966. They signed with EMI in 1967 and released their debut album, but Sid Barrett began having significant mental health issues at this time. Guitarist David Gilmour joined in late 1967, right before they decided to part ways with Barrett. They were one of the first British psychedelic groups and were distinguished for their extended compositions, sonic experimentation, philosophical lyrics, and elaborate live shows. They became a leading band of the progressive rock genre, cited by some as the greatest progressive rock band of all time. They released 15 albums between 1967 and 2014. They have been one of my favorite bands since about 1993. Seven of their songs made my top 500 list. Here is Brain Damage from 1973. The lunatic is in my head <laughs> The lunatic is in my head You raise the blade You make the change You rearrange me till I'm sane You lock the door, throw away the key There's someone in my head, but it's not me This is Hey You from Number three is They Might Be Giants. John Linnell and John Flansburg first met as teenagers growing up in Lincoln, Massachusetts. They began writing songs together in high school but went to different colleges. They reunited in 1981 after moving to Brooklyn to the same apartment building on the same day. At their first concert, they performed under the name El Grupo de Rock and Roll, Spanish for Rock and Roll Band. 
because the show was at a Sandinista rally in Central Park and a majority of the audience members spoke Spanish. Soon discarding this title, the band assumed the name of a 1971 film, They Might Be Giants, which is in turn taken from a Don Quixote passage about how Quixote mistook windmills for evil giants. The duo began performing their own music in and around New York City, Flansburg on guitar, Linnell on accordion and saxophone, and accompanied by a drum machine. Their atypical instrumentation, along with their songs, which featured unusual subject matter and clever wordplay, soon attracted a strong local following. The duo released their self-titled debut album in 1986, which became a college radio hit. In 89, they signed with Elektra Records and released their third album, Flood, in 1990, which went platinum. They have released 22 albums from 1986 to 2018, with a new album due out next month. They have been one of my favorite bands since 1990. Eight of their songs made my top 500 list. Here is Don't Let's Start from 1986. Do I need a bunch of need to stop shot? Don't, don't, don't let's start. This is the worst part. The belief for all the world that you are my precious little girl. But don't, don't, don't let's start. I've got a weak heart and I don't get around. How you get around? I don't want to live in this world anymore. I don't want to live in this world. Don't, don't, don't let's start. This is the worst part. Could believe. And this is Bangs from 2001. second favorite band of all time is Death Cab for Cutie. Death Cab for Cutie began in 1997 in Bellingham, Washington as a solo project by Ben Gibbard when he was guitarist for the band Pinwheel. He released a cassette which was surprisingly successful and he decided to expand the project into a band, hiring Chris Walla on guitar, Nick Harmer on bass guitar, and Nathan Good on drums. Gibbard took the band name from the song Death Cab for Cutie, which was recorded by the group Bonzo Dog Doodah Band, which they performed in the Beatles film Magical Mystery Tour. Gibbard later stated, The name was never supposed to be something that someone was going to reference 15 years on. So yeah, I would absolutely go back and give it a more obvious name. In 2003, Jason McGurr became their new drummer as they released their fourth album, Transatlanticism. 
This album received critical acclaim and launched the band into mainstream commercial success and led to a long-term deal with Atlantic Records in 2004. They have released nine albums from 1998 to 2018. They have been my second favorite band since 2005. 15 of their songs made my top 500 list. Here is I Was a Kaleidoscope from 2001. This is El Dorado from 2015. My number one favorite band of all time is The Beatles. John, Paul, George, and Ringo, 1960 to 1970. Their history is as complicated as it is fascinating. So I bought and collected CDs from the age of 10 to 21. I probably had amassed about 350 CDs by the time I decided to sell them all in college to buy an iPod. Not one of them was a Beatles CD. Now I had heard Beatles songs growing up here and there, Yellow Submarine and I Want to Hold Your Hand come to mind but I'd never really paid any attention to them. When I was 21, a friend burned all 12 of the Beatles studio albums onto seven discs and gave them to me. I spent the next six to nine months listening to those discs, completely mesmerized. I couldn't stop. Every time I finished, I just wanted to start over from the beginning. To this day, whenever Run For Your Life ends, I immediately start singing Taxman in my mind because Rubber Soul and Revolver shared a disc. Since those epic months in 2001, they have been my absolute favorite band and they always will be forever and ever. 
33 of their songs made my top 500 list. Here is Julia from 1968. This is Eleanor Rigby from 1966. Eleanor Rigby picks up the rice in the church where a wedding has been. Lives in a dream, waits at the window. Wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door Who is it for all the lonely people? Where do they all come from? All the lonely people Where do they all belong? Father Mackenzie Writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear No one comes near Look at him working, donning his socks in the night when there's nobody there. What does he care? All the lonely people, where do they all come from? All the lonely people, where do they all belong? Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed my countdown of my 100 favorite artists of all time. I certainly enjoyed sharing them with you. Now, you know how I love my stats, so I'm going to share a couple stats with you. Skip this if you don't care. After 100 artists and 200 songs, a decade update. The 70s had 47, the aughts had 36, the 60s had 29. No epic comeback there. The 90s had 26, the teens had 23, the 80s had 18, the 50s had 13, the 20s with 4, 40s with 3, 30s with 1. The top year was 1970 with 10 songs. In second place, a tie, 1972 and 2001 with 8 songs, and 1967 with 7. After 100 artists, a genre update. Rock had 37, alternative with 13, blues rock with 10, folk with 9, Hip-hop rap had eight, R&B had eight, indie alternative with four and a half, country with three and a half, pop with three, new wave with two, reggae and grunge with one. After 100 artists, an origin update. The USA had 69 of these artists, England had 23, Canada had four. 
Northern Ireland, Jamaica, Ireland, and Sweden all with one. The top state was California with 14, New York had 11, Michigan had 6, Georgia and Washington tied in fourth place with 4, with 28 states and D.C. represented. The intro-outro songs, there were only 20, but just real quickly here, because why not? The 50s and the 90s both had 4, the 60s and the aughts had 3, the 70s with 2, so finally they don't win something. The teens also had 2, the 80s with 1, the 40s with 1. Okay, well, I hope you have a great weekend. Ramble on. Have a fun time. I will see you next week. I've got five bonus request episodes coming, so I look forward to sharing your songs. And then after that, we will embark on my next list, which is my top 250 albums of all time. I can't wait to share that with you. I will see you next week. Take care and rock on. (laughs) 